I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome to Scam Squad. I'm Patty Teal, and I'm here, as usual, with Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. And as you know, there's a fraud hotline that we encourage people to call, and that's how Vicki met our guest today. So I'll let Vicki introduce them. Hi, Patty. Good to be back, as always. So today, we have with us Stanley and his wife, Sue. And as you said, Patty, a family did call my fraud hotline to report a publisher's clearinghouse scam. And I thought it was really important for Stanley and Sue to share this because as with most of these scams that have been around for a long time, they always come up with a new twist. And they really did this time also. So Stanley and Sue, thank you so much for coming on the show and telling us your story. And Stanley, I'll start with you. This began with a phone call. Is that correct? Yes. Somebody called up the scammers and they said, congratulations, you've won, was it $5,000 a week or? I think it was $2,500 a week. $2,500 a week. And this is wonderful. And it was interesting because this call came in Friday afternoon, I think at about two or three o'clock, which would almost automatically make me suspicious. But anyway, they and then they said, "Oh, and also you've won a you've won a car. I think it was a Mercedes. Mercedes. Oh, before that, they showed a picture of themselves, you know, on, on my phone. You don't know who the picture of. You don't even know them. But anyway, they showed a picture, and then they said, and also you've won this Mercedes, and it, you can either have a blue one or a black one. And they had a picture of them." They gave me a tracking number with uh, PCH. Then they went on uh, saying how wonderful this was. And then I wanted to check with having the money go into my account on Friday. needed to go in on Friday so we would get paid our first check on uh, Monday. Oh, my. <laughs> so anyway. And they wanted us to go to a CBF to pick up our car right now. Really? Pick up your car? Wow. Well, that makes yeah. it sound somewhat real, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The more we talked to them, the more we knew that it was a scam. And they how very, <laughs> oh, how very disappointing. I mean, how much would we all love to have $2,500 a week and a new car? Oh, if only it had been true. And the only only thing you had to do, as I'm understanding this, is maybe give them your bank account number so that the money could be directly deposited? Well, we didn't ever actually get to that point because they said a couple of times the APR on this or something like that. And APR has nothing to do with anything except interest rates, as far as I know. But we kept talking a little bit and then pretty soon they hung up. I don't recall taking any uh, PCH magazines. And they said, you must have her. We wouldn't have your name. They had a name and they had address. They knew his son that lived in Moore Park, California. Really? Yeah. That was the first address, I think, that they came up with. And so that was suspicious, but they kept, you know, calling on. Finally, she hung up on us. (laughs) 
Oh, that is funny. <laughs> so they didn't get any money from you? No, no, no. no we didn't give any information. Uh, information to them. Now, did they ever right. ask you to pay taxes on this money or pay some kind of a shipping fee or a processing fee or anything like that? We just didn't quite get there because I questioned her, what does this APR have to do with this? She was pretty good up to that point, but she had some kind of an accent. And, okay. And she, she was realizing that, that we weren't going anywhere. I think she said her name was Fran Chandler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she had the telephone number that she gave was 775-900-0324. So how did you find out that they had your son's address and name? She told us, she says, you have a son by the same name that lives in Moore Park. And so well, she told us that. I wonder if she was wanting to make herself seem more credible because she knew things about you or what the point of that was, trying to figure it out. I don't know. Was this just one phone call or did she call several times? It was just one phone call. Yeah. The thing that's sort of interesting to me is they weren't telling you you won a lump sum of money. They weren't saying you won $12 million or something like that. They were just telling you you won a car and you could pick the color, right? And then the $2,500 a week, right? A week, Uh uh-huh. I've never heard of that one before. Usually, if they tell you you want a lump sum, a big amount of money, but in order to collect your money, of course, you have to pay taxes on it first, or there's some kind of a yeah. processing fee. There's usually charges that go on and on and on. But this one is fairly straightforward. You've won $2,500 a week. You've won a car, go down to CBS and pick it up, and away you go. I suspect that if you had gone any further, they would have asked for your banking information so that they could directly deposit this money into your account. It's interesting to me that they sent you to CVS because that is the place that they usually send people to get gift cards oh. to use to pay these fees. And they would have gotten them yeah. there and then said, oh, we just need this gift card. But my goodness. Yeah. Well, you two were yeah. very sharp. I'm very glad that you did not get scammed. But the thing that's interesting to me is that this Publishers Clearinghouse scam has been around for quite a long time. And I guess now it's back. So the thing that we need to warn our listeners about is that it is back. It is not Publishers Clearinghouse if they give you a phone call. They don't call ahead, actually. Publishers Clearinghouse likes very much to surprise you. They like to come to your door with the camera and the big, big check and the flowers and all the hoopla. Yeah. Yeah. They did ask if we wanted to have someone come to the door or if it was private. And we said private. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Real private. (laughs) Real private, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And then they give the tracking number, which makes it seem kind of legitimate. So I could see where someone could get caught up in this. Plus, you want this kind of a reward so much. So some people just in the hopes might get trapped up into it. So I'm so glad that you two were wise enough not to lose any money to this scam. Years and years ago, my first husband and I did win a car. So it was interesting to hear what they had to say. The car that we won came from Marriott over in Hawaii. I didn't believe them. 
they had an attorney there, and but I still didn't believe them until they sent us the paperwork and <laughs> tickets to go to Fort Lauderdale to pick up this car. And wow. so it was interesting to see the difference in. Yes, but it could make it seem more real to you having won a car before. Well, getting another one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Sounded too good to be true. Yes, too bad. Either that or you're a very, very lucky person, Sue, and you should definitely go to Vegas and use some of that luck. (laughs) You know, a couple weeks later, we got this thing in the mail, and I said, oh, let's do it. My husband said, we've won the only time in our life that we will. So, no, we're not going to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, I want to really thank you so much for taking the time to come on our show and describe what happened, because as I said, it's really important for us to keep current on the kinds of scams that are targeting our community. And if this one is coming around again, I can promise you, you're not the only people who got this phone call. There's probably many others out there. So you've done a good public service by warning us that this scam is out there. Don't trust it. You have not won the car. You have not won $2,500 a week. Hang up on these folks. So thank you again, Stanley and Sue. Yes, thank you both for sharing this story. We give warnings, but it's always so much more engaging when real people tell what happened to them and it helps people to understand and to be warned. So we appreciate it. We do. Well, we don't want to see anybody scams. The police station and they gave us your number so that we could call and report it. You could give that number again for our listeners. Thank you. Absolutely. The number is 805-568-2442. 805-568-2442. And the Sheriff's Department does send people my way because they know that I will do my best to get the word out and that I'm also wanting to know what the latest scams are that are targeting our community because I do do a lot of presentations to various senior groups. So I will also say to our listeners, if anybody is out there is a member of an organization that would like to hear a presentation on the latest scams, I'm available to do that also. Thank you for your good work. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. So, Vicki, do you have any good news today before we say goodbye? I do absolutely have some good news. You know, I'm very, very concerned about these romance scams because I've gotten several calls just in the last couple of weeks about people who have lost a tremendous amount of money. I'm talking hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm. One of my victims lost $109,200, another three hundred. dollars So, this is a very dangerous scam, and it is targeting our community. So I liked this headline, Nigerian national sentenced to 51 months for laundering proceeds of online elder exploitation. And the scam he was involved in was the romance scam. He lives in the United States, but this was a multi-layered scam. First of all, we had the scammers in Nigeria who were targeting victims in the United States. Then we had the defendant living in the United States who set up fake profiles on different dating sites to lure people in. He often set up sites profiling American men, often military members. 
And then he was also part of the operation that created bank accounts under phony names to retrieve the funds that these victims sent in, thinking they were sending funds to their romantic partner. So again, this was a multi-layer scam, and we were able to take out, or I should say the Department of Justice, the FBI, was able to take out one of these layers, which was the person who retrieved the money, set up the fake bank accounts, and then sent the money overseas. I'm very glad that they were able to catch this person and prosecute him, and he will be spending 51 months in a federal prison. Oh, that is good news, Vicki. Thank you for sharing that. And we have actually interviewed victims before where they've told their story. And one woman in particular, I will never forget the emotional devastation that she went through and the depression when someone really gets duped into thinking that the person that they're having this phone relationship with is a real person and a real relationship only to find out it's a scammer, it just crushes people. It does. It does. It's, it's mm-hmm. devastating. The emotional impact is as severe, if not more severe sometimes than the monetary loss. So that's why I consider this a very dangerous scam. And I try not to miss an opportunity to talk about it and get the word out and warn. Be careful who you get involved in online especially if they ask for money. Big red flag. Yes. Thank you for sharing the good news. Thanks, Patty. Okay, until next week. Bye-bye. Bye.